We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. Tim Shea is here. Paul Lemming is here. It is our Wednesday edition. Uh, yesterday, a big day in our country. No NBA games. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I like what they did on Monday. They staggered all the games out. It was like 6, 6.15, 6.30. Everybody yeah. played. I thought that was kind of cool. I stayed oh. up late Monday and watched uh, my guy Steph. Did they finally did they finally get win number four? Yeah, they beat the Kings. Okay. They needed oh, every bit of for you. I, I saw the videos actually online of Kevin Herter getting assaulted, but no foul being called. I didn't see that part. Oh, Kevin Herter got absolutely okay. You'll you'll see it. Okay, because I was also watching Monday Night Raw. Did you see that, what happened? Which which I mean, I've I've not watched it. What what's the clip? Uh Austin Theory cashed in. I did see this. He he cashed in for the U.S. title and lost. But it was an open challenge. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, Tim. Seth Rollins was doing an open challenge in the spirit of the U.S. Open Championship, which John Cena did so well. And then Bobby Lashley came out. The match never started. Then Theory came out. For an open ch- for the to cash in, and then he lost. <laughs> so this Dude. was Vince's prodigy. Oh yeah, and now Triple H is in charge. And he's like brutal. No. He's I've like, never seen anyone cash in on the U.S. title, uh-huh. and then lose. Like, especially if Rollins hadn't just had a match. Okay, well, I think Austin Theory is a totally replaceable guy. So I, I never quite understood what Vince saw in him. Mm-hmm. Tim, your thoughts? Yes. <laughs> Tim, Tim Shea uh, still hiding in his apartment after a little B and E on the show yesterday <laughs> in the Pfizer forum. This is um, this is a big this is a big show for us. This is show number forty. This is podcast number forty. I feel like that's a milestone of some kind. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. That's. I mean, I've done forty. It's. I've done them every day, like I said I would. Yeah, you know which one was my favorite was that fifteen minute one after Buffalo. In Buffalo. <laughs> yes. You know what sucked about that one is, uh, it took me three hours to post. 
Yeah. <laughs> I Because I, I said I'd do one. I couldn't get internet anywhere. And then I edited it out. I, that that was that I should have just not done one, I guess. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed when you brought Grant Bills in, and then Grant started talking, and then it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was so bad. Um, I actually had some internet problems on yesterday's show at my house that I'm kind of concerned about. You had a perfect segue there. You, you, you were talking about bad, and you could have said, "Well, speaking of bad, oh, the Packers." Yeah. No, I had, I had some sentimental things to say about my podcast first. Let's hear it. That was my setup. All right, do it. Uh, I really enjoyed doing this. And I'm going to, that, that sounded like I'm ending it. I'm not. I'm doing this for as long as possible. I don't think that I'll ever make this a full time job unless, hey, sponsorship opportunities are available. But uh, I do want to keep doing it. And I'm looking for employment now, a little more. Uh, Legitimate, proactive, proactively. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and I want you know I want to keep doing the I want to keep doing the podcast. So you're, you're selectively being proactive though, which is good. Well, I I've decided that you know, and I've done you know, I've, I can't not work forever. I'm not. I can't retire. Okay. No. The the problem is, and I brought this up the other day the world cup starts in less than two weeks. And like, I don't <laughs> in 2002, I had a job working at a grocery store over the summer that I just flat out quit. Cause I wanted to watch the world cup. And <laughs> I kind of feel like 20 years later, the stars have aligned for me where I can do that. Yeah. And I do want to put out world cup content. So, but what I want to say about the podcast is uh, I do I do feel like we've been able to take the show and kind of keep it what the show was, but then experiment a little bit. I mean, we got Tim down in the district. I got Cone Roller coming on now with a bag over his head. I got people, you know, coming in that weren't a part of the other show, and now they're always a part of our live shows. And I've got the people that were part of the radio show calling in and leaving voicemails, and I just feel like we're able to – take some of that and grow. Um, I do feel like some of the audience, there's one guy in particular I want to blast. <laughs> Just let me do my thing. Like I, I'm worried about like, I have Dorito crust all over my laptop from last night. I was eating Doritos. And if I say that, he'll be like, Doritos aren't healthy for you. You're going to die. Like that kind of stuff. Let me be my own. Like, I go for walks, man. I don't know. I should just. <clears throat> Neither of you seem interested, so. This is one of those things I sit back and listen. I, you know, yeah, just taking it all in, Bart. Just taking it all in. I feel like for whatever reason, people like to lecture me. And I felt well, this from the beginning. I don't feel like like I'm criticizing Rogers. Okay, I'm watching before we started this. I'm watching this video Andy Herman put where Rogers has Josiah DeGuara wide open for three seconds and yeah. won't throw it. Yeah. And and I'm criticizing him for his inability to play quarterback like he used to. That is, that is different. I feel like with me, it's always been lecture this guy. I don't like how he sounds. Lecture him. I don't like what he says. Lecture him. 
I don't like that he said to another guy, hey, we're going to cancel each other's votes. Like, if I can't joke about that, lecture him. I just feel like I'm always being lectured. Well, let me let me give you my thoughts on that, which is you are accessible. You make yourself accessible. So that's like you, you can't you can't actually get in touch with Aaron Rodgers and be like, bro, like you had three seconds to throw it across the middle to DeGuara. You can like tweet at him. He's never going to see it or tweet you back. But I have always found like people who are self-deprecating, which you do a very good job of. Then other people are like, well, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm also going to pile on you. No, no, no. I'm self-deprecating, so you don't do it. That's exactly right. But I do yeah. think some people think of that as an open invitation. Like, no. this guy wants to hear what I have. Like, this guy's no, open no, to criticism. No. I am so afraid of criticism that I do it myself so that I don't have to hear it from you. <laughs> right. But, but somehow it's don't. tripled. I, I agree with what you're saying. Some people don't agree, and that I think they think of it as like, all right, yeah, let's 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 give this guy some critiques. Anyway, on with the program. All right. Program. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Thanks. Tim I've got to say a word for eight minutes and then he says program. Tim, why don't you just go grab a fork, get your ass to the deer district and do something? Yeah. I will tell you, Tim, I, I want you to know, I, I texted Bart last week and I said, I don't know what the point is of me trying to come up with good content or topics because I, I'm not going to do better than fork interviews. <laughs> like that's, uh, that's the, that was a moment. Well, Tim kind of flopped yesterday. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Well, it was Marquette kids. And he was like, I made him ask kids who he's voting for and the kids didn't care and Someone told me to f off. And then, I, then, then we were asking people what they thought of the tree branch strangler because I saw some guy with a tree branch. I whatever. It's a, too stupid. It's too dumb. It didn't work, and I, I feel partly responsible. I it's didn't give Jim good enough questions. Okay. It's also, what, Marquette kids, Marquette kids, like can't be bothered to be. No, 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 don't, 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 don't bother us. We're, we're only in, we're only in Milwaukee because. Uh, we have to be. We're going to go right back to Illinois as soon as semester's over. There wasn't enough room for Chicago. Yeah. I would never go to DePaul. It's it's too close to home. And I would never go to Northwestern. But Marquette seems like a fine institution, even though I have to go to Milwaukee to do it. <laughs> I like your Marquette student voice now. Yeah. It's a new one. Yes. Well, I... I heard that there was a stabbing three blocks from our dorm, but that's okay. They they know who my daddy is. They will never touch me. <laughs> oh. Paul, mm-hmm, coming up <laughs> next. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. We're back. What's up? Wow, that was really good. I hope everyone enjoyed the promos. Commercials. Yeah, there you go. All right, I have lots of Packers topics. I don't – it has to be. Like, we can talk about the 9-1 and one bucks. We can – like, there, there's other things, but there's just too much – there's too much on the bone here for us to pick at. So, there's a lot of ways to start. Uh, let's go with this one. Rashawn Gary's season ended after nine games. Through nine games, Rashawn Gary was Green Bay's best player. Overall, best player. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. Rashawn Gary responded to Ike Packer's podcast today. Okay. Yeah, those guys. Was, was it a positive or a negative or a neutral or what? They was said, it? who should the Packers build around? A, Rodgers. B, Jair. C, LaFleur. D, Goody. And then Rashawn Gary wrote Rashawn Gary. Good for Rashawn Gary. And he's, and he's well, he's probably right. So, okay. the Packers, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nine yeah. games, Rashawn's been their best player. Yeah, he's been their best player. Who are some of the other options? Aaron Rodgers, no. Aaron Jones, not utilized. A.J. Dillon, terrible. Yeah. The wide receivers, no. The offensive line, no. No. The defensive line, <coughs> no. No. The cornerbacks, no. Yeah, basically by default, we have one good guy, and now he's hurt. It is like if we were to say right now through nine games, the number of pro bowlers, is it one? One. And by the way, that might not even <clears> – <throat> Rashawn Gary might not even get in because he will only have played half the season. No, we have zero pro bowlers then. Well, there's no <laughs> pro bowl anymore. No, no, but I mean, they're still gonna they still vote for it, so players can get their bonuses, right? Who cares? Who knows? Yeah, but then they're gonna go do like flag football, which then someone's gonna get a horrific injury. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's no Pro Bowlers on this team now that Gary got hurt. I mean, maybe I don't know if Jair's got the name recognition at this point, but he isn't. Well, it's inconsistent. It's like he, he makes a he makes great plays. He's a really good player. 
but he is tough to reel in because he's, you know, he's an emotional player and that's hard to, that's hard to coach. That's hard to manage. Maybe after you get a 15 yard penalty, don't like pro wrestling up. Don't Hulk Hogan up the crowd and be like, yeah, yeah, bring it. Dude, you just gave away 15 free yards. This is not a, a celebratory moment for you. All yeah, right. there's no pro bowlers on this team. Maybe Gary, but that defense was so bad. Like, now that he's hurt, it's not going to happen. Right. The right, offensive right. line has been bad. Maybe if David Bakhtiari would have uh, caught that touchdown, maybe he would have been one. I don't think there's ever been a play that's <laughs> angered me more. Oh, terrible. And then I, 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 I get upset that people are defending it. Like, all right, we've seen other people throw to linemen before and it worked. But with everything going on, like, with, with everything going on, that is not the play to run at that time. And it just looks so stupid that Rodgers is at a point here where he's, hey, I've never thrown a touchdown to my best friend before. Yeah. And that's, and, what, it, that's what it feels like. Oh, well, oh. did you did you hear his postgame comments about that play? I did, but please refresh me. He, he, I will paraphrase. Rodgers said, I'm gonna have to <clears throat> I'm gonna have to live with that throw for the rest of my life because Bakhtiari is going to be a lifelong friend and blah, blah, blah. Like, and I saw what Tom Silverstein wrote in the Journal Sentinel, which was – this was before Monday's Lafleur press conference. But uh, Tom Silverstein wrote something to the effect of, I certainly don't believe that Matt Lafleur would have called that play. That would have had to have been Aaron Rodgers trying to get his injured best buddy a touchdown. Um, now, Lafleur in Monday's press conference – Seem to indicate that, and, and again, Lafleur, for for his several faults, does do a good job of taking blame for guys. He does that. Like I, I think that's an admirable. Well, fault. if you take too much blame, then we're like, hey, you suck. He's gonna have to, you know, he's coming off of three thirteen win seasons. He's probably not yet ready for. At what point do you draw the line and say, no, that wasn't my call? But there's. I would like to believe that Matt LaFleur is smart enough to not call that play on fourth and one, but I guess, I don't know. Why does it seem like LaFleur, you know, when they first got in here, it was like, how is this going to work? And then I guess it worked, but then why does it seem like LaFleur is backing off? It just seems like he's, being less assertive, taking less control of the team, like yeah, for letting sure. Rogers do. Why is that happening? Is is there is he trying? Is this some quiet quitting? Is this some kind of protest? Is this is he trying to prove a point? Like this isn't my guy anymore. Like ultimately, the reflection is going to be on you. Yeah, for sure. At some point, he will have to, and we'll talk more about this in a few, in a topic that I have coming up in a little bit. But speaking of that Tom Silverstein article, the other thing that Tom wrote was how um, Lafleur wants motion, Rodgers doesn't. Lafleur wants his quarterback under center. Rodgers wants to be in the shotgun. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, guess what they're doing? They're not doing motion, aka Rodgers is winning that battle. They are having Rodgers in shotgun. Rodgers is winning that battle. So are we even like is to what percent is this even the Matt LaFleur offense that he was hired to to put in place? Like I and like I know a lot of people are making this comment, and so I'm gonna parrot it to some degree here, but 
why are we just doing the Mike McCarthy offense that got Mike McCarthy fired four years ago? Like, this is what the offense looked like. So how much of that was even the McCarthy offense and how much of that was just Rogers offense with, uh, you know, we always, we always said it was McCarthy's reason that, Hey, five wide, just go get open. Hmm. Well, and then they bring in the floor and he tinkers with some stuff. And now fourth year into the floor era, it's five wide Rogers in the shotgun. Hey, five guys just go run around and get open. This is, I mean, yeah. Fourth down, they all run out. They all run like, verticals. I, keep, I always say this, I always say this, but it's like, it reminds me when I used to play off of Stowe Street in Fond du Lac at this church, there was a giant grass parking lot and we'd play football there right near our elementary school. And the quarterback would just say, all right, everybody run. I'll find one of you. Yeah. And that as simple as that offense is, that seems to be what the Packers are doing. And Rogers wants it to be more simple. <laughs> yeah. It's... Tim, you got anything before I take a gummy break? Uh, I'd say yes. Gary is the best player. Uh, we might have a second. We might have a second Pro Bowler. Who? Pat O'Donnell. I was gonna say it, O'Donnell could sneak in there. No, that's just you're just being funny, right? No, I'm serious. Well, wasn't he Player of the Week in like couple week weeks, three? Two, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. A, a punter has to make it. So I guess Why there not? hasn't been any negatives that would prevent that so far. There's but, other punters. Yeah, there's other. There's other there's, yeah. Well, anyway, if we're if we're debating wow. O'Donnell we being are three and six, I don't know. But yes, they, they are every bit of the three <laughs> and six team that they. Have. Yes. So I, I I when I asked this question and and I said Rashawn Gary, and we talk about it more and more. There's literally there's no competition. For the who like if someone's like Mm-mm, it's so and so who is that other person that you would suggest has been a better Packer this season through nine games than Rashawn Gary, I I, I can no one. Only, the only argument I can hear the only one would probably be Aaron Jones, but well, they with don't a, use him. but with a huge asterisk that in the opportunities he's because Aaron it's Jones really, they use him a little more but he didn't make that big of an impact the other day yeah but just to be fair like the only thing Aaron Jones can do is like when he's called on he's doing a good job in the vast majority of those opportunities so do you fault Aaron Jones for the lack of no that's not his fault but a running back or a wide receiver or a lot of like they can only do what they're called upon to do so in other words the three and six Packers just lost far and away their best players and they're and they're about to play Dallas Tennessee Philly um after losing their best, they're unquestioned in our three opinions, best player. Good luck. All right. So when I watch uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, they do a dance break, <laughs> everybody on your feet. And so I'm taking a gummy break, just taking a THC free gummy. Please help me in the morning, be alert and focused. And as you see, I accidentally just took the Delta 9. I'm saving that for tonight. No, I took up the mango one, Timmy. The daytime one. Dude, some of these gummies, like I've read some of the reviews, and they're like, oh, gummies that actually taste good. Because <laughs> apparently there are companies that try to make them and they taste terrible. Mm-hmm. But Happy Place Hemp Help, they, they make good ones. And so, or at least they taste good. And then, you know, I tell you they work for me. 
but they are like I just I want to keep snacking on them. That's like the nighttime one. Uh, you gotta lock them up in your on your uh, in your cabinet then. Happyplacehemp.com. I'm gonna chat with those guys. That'll be on a show this week. Uh, Chris and Rob there. Happyplacehemp.com. A lot of products. CBD gummies. Um, the THC. They they can legally do that, and you don't have to go down and see Marquette guys. Oh, in Illinois, we have dispensaries all over the place. <laughs> and Daddy gives me the credit card, and I go, well, we can't do that here. But we can still get CBD. And even if it's not the you know ones with THC or whatever, they got the CBD lotion, which nobody has yet taken me up on the opportunity. I said the first person that shows me they spent 100 bucks there with the promo code BART, I will come to their house and rub them down. Oh. So by default, since nobody did that yet, Tim, you're getting a free rub down. Wonderful. Yeah. I'll see you right after this episode. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. I got a bad image in my head. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Happyplacehemp.com, happyplacehemp, promo code BART. 25% off your orders. Every order you get. I took a grape one last night. You took the what? The grape one, the nighttime one. CBD, CBN? Yep. Yeah, those helped me too. And then, like I said, uh, sometimes I would drink to fall asleep. And that's no good because then I, I roll into bed late, drunk, and smelly. I got to think. Basically, Happy Place Hemp is saving my family. Thank God. Yeah. Now it's in the daytime when I'm sober that I fuck up and let my kid go down the driveway with the car in neutral. Yeah, Paul. So I'm walking into the house because I forgot his daycare bag. And I was walking up the stairs and I'm like, you know, I no one's going to come and steal my car and steal my kid, but. I don't like that he's in the car alone. And he was talking to his grandma on the phone on FaceTime. And then I looked back. I was like, I don't. And then the car is just like gone. It's like rolling down the, the driveway because I have a hill. And then I got I took him off at daycare and I left it in neutral again. What are you doing? And then I got home and I put my groceries on the stove, which my li- wife had left on. And then I started a fire. See, you tell us you don't want us to judge you. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm opening, I'm, I'm letting, you know, I'm, th- these are, these are some, when I tell these kind of stories, they're supposed to be like, oh man, that's crazy. I don't need people jumping into my direct messages to criticize my lifestyle based on, like, I'm telling you this. It's basically like, hey, hey, hey like a comedian. Oh yeah, I went out, I went down to the, bar and i had sex and i didn't know her name and then i woke up and it was my cousin everybody laughed and then people yeah and then people are like you should be having premarital sex it's like i don't know that wasn't the challenge that wasn't the worst part of that no i was gonna say it was your cousin it wasn't I, did the- not have, I did not i did not that's not a that i did not that was an example i did not have no was that, was that from rami's set <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that part of Rami's life. Hey, has Rami, has Rami's only made one appearance in 40 episodes. Well, I, I don't want to, you know. 
listen, I know the Kings are just off to such a great start that it's hard it's tough to break away. But come on, Rami. Yeah, and Rami does an afternoon show, but he's on the West Coast, so they run Monday night and Thursday night football. Their station oh, does, which yeah. starts early. So, like two days a week, he does a show shorter than this podcast. That's perfect for him. Yeah, I know. All right, uh, as, as Horvath would say, on with the chloroform, chlorophyll. Yeah. All right. Um, the most likely scenario for Aaron Rodgers this off season. So just to put the options on the table, he comes back. He asks for a trade, et cetera, et cetera. The most likely scenario for Aaron Rodgers this off season is that he retires. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. Um, before I answer that, I would like to say that a couple of years ago, even with Rodgers being an MVP, I, I, th- I said something to the extent of I want to get off this ride. That all the extracurricular is just not worth what we're getting on the field, which is the one Super Bowl appearance, 400 and. Uh, 4,300 days ago. I desperately want off the ride. Yeah. I don't think he'll retire, though. No? So I'm going to say, mm-mm. I, I don't... Rodgers doesn't want to go out this way. But then again, does he care about that? I don't know. I genuinely don't know anymore. Roger, Aaron Rodgers. You know, I'm not that hard to figure out. I'm a guy who uh, one of I think um, Bodie told me this before he. Oh boy. He said I I have an inferiority and superiority complex at the same time. I think that's pretty good analyzation to me. I'm you know I'm a guy who you know I'm I'm a guy who's like I'm better than you but also I suck. I'm an easy nut to crack. Rogers, I don't, I don't, I don't know what Rogers wants. Does he, does he care sometimes? Does he not care? Does he? It seems like, it seems like honestly, it seems like Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be Aaron Rodgers anymore, and he's just stuck being Aaron Rodgers. He wants off the ride. <laughs> he wants off the ride. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers wants to just be a guy surfing with his witch girlfriend. Are they together? I don't know. Blue Earth? Or I'm going to say Earth? no, because if she was a witch, like, put some spells on these other teams, dog. Right. Right. If you're going to date a witch, don't waste it. Right. <laughs> right. So I don't, but I don't, but then there's the, like, he's got to, like, how do you, if you're at a level of superstardom, if you're, how do you get out of that? You can't. He's always going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's always going to be, the 18 year quarterback. He's always going to be the guy that did win us a Super Bowl. He's always, he's always going to be that. How does he just disappear and go away? And so I think he's kind of stuck with like what he's doing and what he wants to be doing. Well, he, he, so you're, so, so mm-mm to retiring, that's not the but most I don't likely. think he'll retire. I don't, I don't think, cause he wants to, he wants to, but he doesn't know what to, he doesn't know how to do anything else. He doesn't so know how to do it. So what I mean on on this day, November 9th, a Wednesday, 
three and six. Recognizing that Aaron Rodgers doesn't probably know the answer to this question of his own self, but what would you say is the most likely thing that happens to Rodgers this offseason? Then it sounds like you think retire is the last place option. What what would be your first place guess? Your bet comes back, no questions asked, asks for a trade, something else that I'm not thinking of. I don't think he'll ask for a trade, but I think the Packers need to find a way to trade him. And as Ken Ingles will tell us on Twitter, and like, they'll still be a humongous dead cap hit. And but now, I guess after June first, it's lowered. I did see that. Shout out to Ken, obviously, because he's he's very good at that post June one designation and all of that. Having said that, the Packers will clearly get less in a Rodgers trade this off season than they would have coming off of back-to-back MVPs. But it's not, you're not trading. Um, it's no longer about trading Rodgers to get something in return. No, no. I, well, I recognize that it's, it's, it's trading Rodgers to do addition by subtraction. And it's not that he's not capable, man. I don't know though. I, I still want to think he's capable of being a top five quarterback, but you just watch some of these plays again. And he is, he is either not see if he's not, I don't know what's worse. Is he not seeing these guys wide open? Is he purposely not throwing? Like, I don't know what oh, I would love that. to. I would love to hear from Rogers about what's up. We've seen that in the past, past, i.e. the NFC championship game last year where someone was wide open and he just ignored them. So I don't think that's the problem. I, I think, I think we just have to be used to that, that he's not going to pass to the wide open guy for what, for what reason. Who knows why? Well, we assumed, like Tim, to your point, we assumed in that NFC Championship game, the problem, air quotes, was that he just wanted Devontae, who was on a much much more difficult route and was much less open than the guy. Was it Lazard who was in the middle on that NFC Championship game play? Yeah. But the the people, we assumed, Bart, to your point about addition by subtraction, well, Rodgers, he's going to, now that they doesn't have Devontae, he's going to finally just throw to the open guy. This is this is what Brian Gutekinds does purposely do. This is this was part of the narrative after the Devontae trade, right, Bart? Right, Tim was that without Devontae, Rodgers is going to stop forcing the ball to a guarded elite receiver, and Devontae's going to throw it to the open guy. Mm-hmm. Devontae's not being here has not has, changed. Hasn't changed. You're right. Right. He's I mean, he's still he's still passing up on the open easy throws as evidenced by Andy Herman's breakdown on Twitter, which now has, I think, like 450,000 views. It hasn't changed the fact that that uh, that Aaron still doesn't seem to take what's there. So let's bring up what we were talking about last week, and I got so mad at you for. <sighs> but there, if you're going to be three and six now, and you mentioned the hypothetical, and they did, they lost to the Lions. Yeah, and now you've got McCarthy coming in here in Tennessee and in Philly, and who knows what they're going to look like. Let's say you win one. Look, let's even say you win two. Well, you're five and seven. I mean, you're you're out of it, and they're not going to win two. That so okay. So at some point, you've got not just the Rogers decision. You've got to you've got to decide if you're going to keep Jordan Love, who you drafted. Yeah, and now you're in a situation where you're going to have to. You're just going to give him twenty million dollars. You're going to either give him twenty million dollars to say. We don't know, but let's yeah. try. Or you're going to say, we don't know, so leave. Well, but how do you, how do you like invest in something and then not give it a chance to, to grow? So he needs time. But the problem in this, again, is Rodgers is too big for Green Bay. You're not going to get Rodgers to agree to sit. 
Well, there's something that you said, I think, uh, on, in your post-game show on Sunday, which was Monday's podcast, that I was thinking about during the Lions game, which is the Packers, and I didn't mention this last week, and I wish I would have. <clears throat> the Packers have a perfect out here. They don't have to bench Rodgers. They just have to say his thumb is not – it's getting worse. He's just aggravating it further. They're out here. Their ability to not have to bench him is to put him on IR. It's a it's a perfect out. But he won't do it. It's listen. It's it. I understand what you're saying. We don't have to revisit our me breaking your brain last week entire conversation. The injured reserve part of this changes the complexion of the discussion. When a guy gets hurt, you go on IR. So you don't have to like so in terms of like the optics of this, we will all know like would Rodgers have played through this thumb? We're making this scenario up, but would Rodgers have played through a thumb injury if they were six and three? Yes. Is he not playing through the thumb injury because they're three and six? Yes. But you can at least hide behind, in a way, the optics of listen. He's hurt. He's hurt. We're gonna give him. We're gonna give his thumb four weeks, and we look forward to him healing and coming back and retaking the the reins of this ship in December. That may be true. That might not be true. But you have an out here. And I... But you have to get him to agree to go on IR. That is not... Well, I mean, listen, that's not technically true. Like No, but if he doesn't, he'll put up a big sting. It's not like like they're going to go to Eric Stokes and say, hey, Eric. uh, Or like, hey, Romeo Dobbs. I know you just had this high ankle sprain and you're going to be out for four to six weeks. What do you think about going on IR? No, like that's not up to Romeo Dobbs. It's not up to Aaron Rodgers either. Now, I recognize what we're literally talking about is that it kind of sort of is. But, yeah, it, it's an out clause. And I think it's a really – so let me just let me just quick finish this, the topic that we were talking about and because then I have a, a perfect segue to the next one. Oh, but I got uh, something better for you, Juicy. Okay, well, I, I would just say I, right now – all of the scenarios for what does Rogers do this off season. I think Pete Doherty did a tremendous job in asking this question, both to Lafleur after the game on Sunday and to Rogers. And I know Rogers took offense to Pete Doherty using the term miserable. Yeah. Hey, Aaron, I, like that. I, I love the line of questioning from the dude, media the other day. They were, they were great. And, and Pete was so direct and Aaron took offense to the word miserable and he changed it to frustrated. But there, some of the Aaron Rodgers on-field reactions on Sunday were silly. Like they were, com- like they were like a child's tantrum. And like I know that that's not uncommon for superstar athletes to look. You know, he's like, I, I mean, I, I, I even I don't know how to pretend to do the thing that Rodgers did after that one play because it was like he looked like Tom Brady. Well, and that's kind of a person I was thinking of when I was saying it's not it's not uncommon for superstar. You know the Brady is I was watching that game and they turned it over with like a minute thirty to go, and I thought the game was over. I turned it off. Jalen Ramsey thought the game was over too, and then I found out later that the Rams had lost when I was watching Sunday Night Football. That's my boy Kate Otten with the game winning touchdown. Yeah, but they they both had and I, like Rogers had three timeouts and two minutes to go. And he didn't score. This is from uh, Clubhouse Live. Dallin, what's this guy's name? Dallin Levitt. 
Oh, the, yeah, the special guy. teams dude? Sure, yeah. And Devondre Campbell. Okay. Uh, they're talking about Jordan Love. I think Jordan's a, a great player. I think he's a great teammate. Um, you know, I'm not in the offensive meetings, but I can't see the way that the ball comes out of his hands. I can't see the way that he's decisive um, playing against our defense. I mean, we... I don't know about y'all, but I think we got a pretty good defense, and he does a really good job for us in practice. Gives us a real look, and um, it's pretty impressive. He's done some some pretty impressive things. He's a starting quarterback. Okay, yes. there we go. Yeah, no yeah. question. He's better than a lot of quarterbacks in this. A lot of starting quarterbacks. Wow, there we go. That's good stuff. There, how about that? Yeah. So that's from Devondre Campbell. Now, if, for people, I mean, Bart, you're probably not. Like, Tim and I both like very organically did like the like the. Whoa, the jaw What drop. if? Stop. Jordan Love already has the locker room. He might. Well, those two comments right there. Yeah. You know, are they? Completely- yeah, you got your Rodgers and your David. I mean, if I'm, if, holy mother of fuck. If I'm one of these guys that's not in Rodgers' immediate circle. <clears throat> Let's say Devondre Campbell, because he was there, or whoever, anyone yeah. else. I'm, I'm, I'm talking. You know, you're talking because you always, whenever you're in a workplace, you talk about the other people at work. But if I'm like, dude, so now it's a fourth down, and we're doing Rogers throwing to his buddy Bakhtiari shit. I mean, you see the way Jordan's th- like Jordan could have won us that game. Like, there's no, they got him. They got it. They got it. Tim, you go. I just think Aaron Rodgers' inner circle isn't as big as we think it is. Right oh, now. it never has but, been. And, but, and, but, and shrinking by the day. But it's but it's it's probably well, I'm looking for the best word to use. The the least amount of players, maybe Alan Lazard, maybe Aaron Jones, and Bob. But this is this is might be America it. at its Don't core. This is America at its core. The guy in in charge is all the power and he's got a few little yes men and the rest of us peons have to just wait for the breadcrumbs this is this is that i bet you 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 blind pull that locker room who should start this sunday jordan love is going to win he yes. is going to win yes maybe maybe they don't think he's the better quarterback but some might but they you think i want to get off this ride the packers players want to get off this ride dude yeah rogers they don't know what Jordan Love does for them. Does he give us the best chance to win? I don't know. Does Rodgers? No. Wait, so now, after a five-game losing streak, where Rodgers thought the best option was to throw to his injured best friend, we got to go face the coach that they ran out of here, who now has the best defense in the league and has a bye week and is going to want this win more than any win he's ever won, and we're going to have head case Rodgers under center? It is. I don't. I don't know how to say it any more clearly. It is time to move on. It's been time to move on, but more now than ever, the players want it. Yep. This will. This will be the ugliest loss in Packers history. I have a feeling. Be good feeling, like fifty-two to ten. No. Yes. Because <laughs> the other scenarios, Rodgers is like. He throws five touchdowns. You know? Wow. Yeah. Real douche Rogers move. No way that happens. <laughs> Bart, I'd put $100 on it with you. The team, they're going to start to see these little crumbs. 
the the worse this gets, and the losing streak's going to continue. The only reason I took them against Detroit was they're not going to lose eight in a row. Well, guess what? They probably are. And the more you lose with Aaron Rodgers, the more people are going to wonder, well, then why don't we see the other guy? And it's not just going to be fans, and it's not just going to be the media. It's going to be little whispers, little. Well, that that clip you just played were, were not whispers. No, no Devondre Campbell said that Jordan Love is a starting quarterback. And better than several quarterbacks playing on Sunday. I think paraphrasing him slightly. And we are going to assume he meant Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I was just about to ask you, do you think he meant number 12? And the more, right, to your point, though, the more losing that happens, the more people that are going to – I think we know this to be true. Like some people are a lot – some people are a lot like they just are a lot to handle, deal with, listen to. If they've been around Rogers and they're like, oh, my God, if he's going to be the MVP, I'm good with this. Like, I, I'll deal with your a lot -ness. OK, you know, yeah, you're, you know, you're always loud and outspoken. You've got your Tuesday interview with McAfee. You've like, you know, you do your stuff. But, hey, you're great. And we're winning. And I'm making more money because of you being great. But the losses start piling up and. That clip you played, man. And I will also just give myself a pat on the back and say, how prophetic of me to ask you that question a week ago if the Packers lose in Detroit and to have been uh, shit on a little bit from the reaction to the, even the topic being brought up. The Paul Emig cursed? Yeah, that's, that tells you something, doesn't it? Wow. Uh, I think it's a first uh, on a public platform. But um, – Ooh, Listen, Betsy LaRue. We are there now, though. The the players, as evidenced by the clip you just played, it's there. So uh, let, I do want to – this is a question I had prepared anyway, so I'm going to ask it. Ready? Let Rodgers have his game against McCarthy. Then, if the Packers lose and Rodgers keeps shaking his thumb during the game, you put Rodgers on IR and you give the next month of the season to Jordan Love. I had this question prepared even before this came up, but – Go ahead, Aaron. You get your game against your your, you know, the guy who you quote unquote you just love. Remember when McCarthy got fired, and all Rodgers could do after years of trying to get McCarthy fired was to say how much he loves Mike. Let Aaron have his game against Mike McCarthy. If assuming the Packers lose, you're on IR. Your thumb hurts. You're on IR. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm to that being the plan that they should do. Well, then you're getting Jordan Love against the Titans defense and the Eagles defense, so that sucks. But you want to see what he's got. Well, I mean, the, well, and the Cowboys defense might even be better than those two, so it's not like, you know, yeah. I almost want to say just bench him now. I do, like, hold on. Let me just. Uh-oh, uh we're breaking your brain <laughs> two weeks in a row. I say yes. I They should punish him and – and not let him start against the Cowboys. But. Oh, so so actually, you're saying mm -mm, then because I said no. let him let him have his game against McCarthy. Well, no, they're going they're going to obviously they're going to, but but if it were up to me, I'd punish him and sit sit kid let let the kid let the kid come in. I need to preface this. <laughs> uh oh, buckle up. I need to give you my credentials. I've loved the Packers as long as I knew what the Packers were. The Packers have formed a tremendous bond between me and my brothers, my friends, my dad, 
my late grandfathers. They are more than a football team to me. They are a way to connect with others. I go on trips with my buddies. I watch. I, I love. I, I try to. Hopefully, my son someday. I mean, just the fact that he sees the G and he knows it's the Packers logo. I like. It makes me want to cry. I mean, it's so stupid, but I just want that bond with him. I'm an owner. I've got a piece of the old Lambeau Field just sitting in my freezer for some reason. I got Packer shit all over the place. I'm that idiot that walks in the Target that needs a loaf of bread and maybe a couple of Mountain Dews, and I walk right by that little one shelf that has all the shitty knockoff versions of all those shirts, and suddenly I'm coming out with three Packers tumblers just because there's a G on it. I want the Packers to lose on Sunday badly. I want Mike McCarthy to come in here and just shove it. I want to see a big grin at the end of the third quarter, knowing that he's going to beat Aaron Rodgers. And that makes me more of a Packer fan. I am a Packer fan. Rodgers is bigger than the Packers. Favre got bigger than the Packers. We moved on. Guess what? It worked. And now with Rodgers, we can't. Rodgers is holding you hostage. He is. He saw what Favre did. He saw all the mistakes that Favre made as a player. Won't make those mistakes on the field. He saw the mistakes Favre made trying to stay here. Won't make those mistakes on the off the field. Rodgers has this franchise to the point where everyone knows it's time to bench him, and they won't do it because he's too big to be benched. So I need, I need for the Packers. I need Mike McCarthy, our guy. He won us a Super Bowl too, lest we forget. I need Mike McCarthy to come in here, get his victory, get Rodgers benched, and end this era once and for all. Let me have it. Bring it on. Tell me I'm fat. Tell me I almost got my kid killed in traffic. Tell me I'm too political just because I mentioned the election. Tell me I'm unemployed. Tell me, tell me, hey, what channel's your radio show on? I don't fucking have one anymore. (laughs) Tell me. Tell me. And in other news... I took the wrong gummy, you see. I took the gummy that focuses me up. I should have taken the Delta 8. Because then I'd be like, man, Ben Rogers, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Happyplacehemp.com, promo code BART, 25% off your order. BART, that was a hell of a promo. I'm going to, yeah, this, I'm going to, yeah. Some of this is going on the tube. You know what? (laughs) That promo was anything but mid- yeah, that I was, was not mid. That was that was someone give this guy a I am white. I am fucking dumb. I do live in a trailer with my mom. There you go. Be rabbit. And Wink did fuck my girl. I'm still standing here saying fuck the free world. <laughs> I I don't want to interrupt. Ain't a gangster. His real name's Clarence. 
Clarence lives at home with both parents. Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. All right. So, mm-hmm or mm-mm. <laughs> but that was maybe, that was a, definitely a top three Winkler rant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. want the Packers to lose. Yes. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm, then, to, like, <laughs> So give give Rogers the, let let Rogers play against McCarthy. Yeah, we, let, we him, let him suck. Lose, go on IR with the thumb, and then and then and then Jordan Love time. Because I'm of Jordan Love in all my leagues today. Well, you're not going to get him in our fantasy league because he's taken. But but uh, what happens if they win? Does does just some ma- some magical win? Well, so here's the thing. Like this was this would be a good poll question, Bart. As a hardcore Packers fan, it's better for the Packers that they lose on Sunday. Mm-hmm, or mm-mm, or yes or no, whatever you want to say. Because so this is where this is Tim, where you just, Tim, you just, just real quick, Tim, you mentioned the scenario like, what if the Packers win? And I kind of, I didn't mean to, but I took like a very deep breath of like, oh fuck that, you know, like I don't, I, oh two of them, that's two, <laughs> two of them, whoops. Um, we, after your rant, I apparently just turned off the the, the subtlety. Um, so yeah, I don't know, man. It's like I the idea that you even just suggested, Tim, of them winning. I for some reason was not because you're going to have a group of people that are going to be like, well, they're still in it mathematically, still in it, and you know, if they beat the Titans, then they'll be 500, and if they beat or no, not 500, if they beat the Eagles, then and win all these three in a row, then they get the Bears and then a bye. Like well, that's what I talked about yesterday. Like, you have you have people that won't admit it's over until it's actually over. Correct. And then my point was, still alive. my point was, even when it's mathematically over, is it over? What if what if the Eagles just all of a sudden decide we don't want to play football anymore? Or what if they all come down with long COVID and none of them can play? And the team's like, the Eagles can't be in the playoffs. We need a new we need a new team. You can never give up. There's never a time to give up on your team. You always have to root for your team all the time. I want, I want, I've, I've said this since they won. I want a Super Bowl. We're not winning one with Rodgers. We're not winning a Super Bowl this year. No. <laughs> this team, you think this team at three and six, what are they going to do? They're going to beat the Cowboys. They're going to beat the Titans. They're going to magically beat the Eagles. They're going to rip off a couple wins. By the time we see Justin Fields again, he will be the best quarterback in the league the way he's ascending. Okay, the seven and one Vikings—they're gonna kick our ass again. There's this is this is so far from a Super Bowl team. I want what's best. I want to win a Super Bowl. So instead, like, there's here's there's we're on a road and there's a big rock and the Super Bowl's on the other side of that rock. Okay, so I'm like, shit, I might have to take a detour. We're gonna have to go back a little bit and over there and, but eventually I can get around and then. But some of you are like, let's just drive through that fucking rock. I want them to lose. And I want them to lose every game. I want them to have a top three or top five draft pick and somehow fuck it up. <laughs> but and, right. and they're currently happen. They currently have the eighth pick. I I and again, I think this speaks as a Packers fan, Bart, to your point. It's like you can want your team to lose. If you're a Utah Jazz fan right now, are you happy that you're winning? 
Like you had this perfect setup. Well, to be- jazz are different because they might be good. I, there's no way this lasts. There's just <laughs> no way that it. There's just there's just there's no way that Laurie Markkinen is going to be your best player that leads you to the championship. No, no, Jazz look good though. I I know they do. Maybe it's a funny example. Um, but I think you can be a great fan of your team, your teams, and not want them to win their next game or games. I think if they right now the Packers have the eighth pick in the draft. If they're anything like ninth, tenth, eleventh, if they're anything lower, worse than eighth, that would suck. Yeah. Just do it. Just do the do. Find out what Jordan. Find out what Jordan Love is or isn't. And either by by finding that out, you're gonna you know you're not gonna be worse probably like than what the off the, the team is broken. They we just established they lost their best player in Rashawn Gary. You just what, scored nine. Points. Are you what are you fighting for? Yeah, you scored nine points against the Lions, and your quarterback threw three picks. How can Jordan Love be worse? He can't. They were the, the and I'm sure you guys might have heard this stat. I heard it mentioned um, yesterday. On well, yeah, yesterday, which was in like however many years it's been of tracking defense and the overall stats that go with it. The Lions were the 732nd ranked defense of all time out of 732 defenses all time. The worst defense. Of all time, I think it's the DVOA stat. Horvath can tell you more about it. He's really good at that stuff, and I mean that gen- genuinely. The, the 732nd out of 732 since that stat has been tra- traced back to, and you put up nine. Terrible. It can't. You can't be worse. So go get a to go get a top five pick and find out what Jordan Love can do. Those should be your two organizational goals. And listen. For those people that are listening right now, yelling back, saying, how can you cheer against the Packers? We did this with the Bucks for a long, long, long time. Yeah. Herb Cole wanted us to fight for the eight seed. And we're the fans who he thinks he's speaking on behalf of by not letting the team tank out or whatever. Like, oh, it's it's great to always be battling and always. No, no. Like, we, the fan base, are totally fine if you suck for a while. But if you want to keep picking 12th in the draft, like you're not going to, in most cases, I mean, Giannis is clearly the outlier of all outliers in professional sports, that you're going to get that guy at the 15th pick. You know, like let, let, you can't get that lucky very often. Go, like, go do it, man. Just commit to it. Just go be bad. It's okay. We want, like, the like in Bart, maybe you should pull this or maybe, it, you know, just you'll hear it through people texting you or calling you or, in between telling you you're a bad parent is like that <laughs> do, do most Packers fans want the Packers to be bad the rest of the season? I think the answer is going to be in a very slight majority. My guess would be that they'd say, yes, the better I'm a Packers fan and the better scenario for them is to be bad. Like I would totally believe that. Every to other be- franchise has gone through it where they realize that they have to be bad before they get good, but we can't do that because we were bad 35 years ago. The 70s and the 80s. And sick yeah, of those. But in the 70s and the 80s, uh, nobody, like, you couldn't get guys here. Right. I mean, you, you, the, the whole, you can't compare the NFL of 2022, where they're playing a game in Germany this weekend for shits and giggles, to back in 1975 when nobody knew what the word CTE were and nobody made any money and people could just, trap off your head and green bay was like who why would you want to play in, i'm going to play in green bay it's like 1975 yeah the world's the world's flowing with cocaine and sex i'm not going to green bay 
I don't know much about the seventies. I wasn't there for it. No, so. Me neither. All right. Well, I could give you a really quick non. My wife was barely. Yeah, for like a month. Yeah. Shit, what should I get for her birthday? What does an unemployed guy with no money get his wife for his for her birthday? Coupons for like hugs. <laughs> Coupons. Coupons. Yeah. For... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go right back to the well when I was 15 years old. <laughs> we'll go on a picnic. We'll skip homeroom and walk around the school. Oh, you made those for girls in middle school? I don't want to talk about it. Take her to a Packer game. Tickets are cheap. Yeah, I'll just leave my son in my car. I did that already this week. <laughs> leave her with the dog. Leave leave the leave your son with the the dog. All right, I gotta go. But here's a here's a quick one just to end this on the on a pleasant note. Uh, Tim, I don't know if you'll have an opinion on it. Warriors fan Bart, I heard it suggested on the Bill Simmons podcast. Anthony Davis on the terrible Lakers, who on Monday night lost to the Jazz by twenty. Anthony Davis for Draymond, Kaminga, and Moody. The Warriors should do it. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. Would you do it? Mm-hmm. I don't, like Anthony, I don't like Anthony Davis. I don't either. But if he's, you know, like, first, first off, Draymond, there's some, you know, the chemistry thing, the punching the Jordan Poole thing. He can be he can be an all-time historic warrior and still recognize that they're not going to re-sign him. They chose Wiggins and Poole over Draymond. He's, you know... Averaging six, five, and six, which again, that's that's his role, and that's fine. Kaminga, I don't know, is Kaminga's getting a bunch of DNP coaches' decisions, and Moody, like, I don't know, he's probably good, but but I don't, I, I think it's a and 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 again, not being like Anthony the Davis, Lakers do it. I do think the Lakers do it. I do because then I think what they would do is they would just ride out the the last year of Draymond's contract, the last year of Russ's contract. They have a young guy in Kaminga, a young guy in Moody, and they would just have a ton of cap space this offseason to rebuild something. I do think the Lakers would do it, and I think if I was the Warriors, and not not just because they're struggling, but because Anthony Davis is, for all his flaws, of which there are several, like I do think that's an upgrade for the Warriors, and I think the Lakers are so bad that they'd have to strongly consider it, if not just do it. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. This weekend's MLS Cup between LAFC and the Philadelphia Union was the greatest MLS game ever played. The fact that I actually saw clips of it, and that's I don't recall ever seeing clips of it before, tells me that something it was a great was, game. Yeah, I even watched it. Mm-hmm. You did? Yeah. Why? It was on. I think, LS- it was a, I think it was a replay though. LSU going for two in that overtime against Bama, just one of the coolest, most like fun to watch from a fan's perspective decisions in a long time in, in college football. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So wait, Bart, yes, you, you're, you're the Warriors and you're, you're, what are you doing? You're, I don't know. I probably don't do it. Really? Okay. All right. That's all I got. Peace. See you, Paul. Later. Tim, uh, I got negative feedback for how we wrap up the shows. Okay. Like they just kind of sputter and die. Do you want to play a song then? To say this is the end of the show. It's over. Keep going. I, uh, uh, 
thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you it's been great being with you. We hope to do it again soon on the Bard Winkler Show. Go Brewers. Go. Hey, do you hear uh, Mark Antonazio said we might? Yes, we might be competitive this our, 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 uh, we might spend money this off season. <laughs> we might. Oh, uh, and I might spend my coupon. We might. I got to go to this game on Friday. I'll be going. Uh, caller number 4. Two free loge level tickets to the Brewer game in 2023. What's the loge level? The outfield? Uh, second level. No, I will be at the game Friday night. You can buy tickets for nineteen dollars. Well, when they first came out, they're like sixty. Yeah, they. They. I think they're. I. I. I don't think they're selling well. I take my kid, but I don't think he'd care. I just want to go in and see it and leave. I think I think you'd enjoy the game. The Badgers. Well, I do too. But if my option was not go or go in and see it and leave, um, I mean they're playing a basketball game at Miller Park. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think you need to go. So, who knows? I'll be there. Want to do a live report for us? Sure. You can tape something on your phone for Monday's show. Okay. You won't. Don't say I won't. The last time you said that, I sung a scrub it song. It's true. Well, now it's time to go. Why don't you preview tomorrow's show? Coming up on tomorrow's show. A special guest, right? Yeah. I can't wait to see who. Well, it's Aaron Nagler. I just got to make sure. That we oh. And then, uh, and then what else am I doing tomorrow? Are you doing? Oh, in the Happy Place Hemp guys. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. And then I'm. We got to see what up was. I haven't talked to Toby this week. I got to find Toby. He's probably in Washington D.C. Yeah, he probably left and tell anyone. Well, it's finally time to leave, and I'm going to cut this off mid-song, but thanks. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. 
magnesium breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.